0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Mercis Station. Thank you for listening. Check out our Instagram at the Mercis Station. Click the link in the bio for our SoundCloud account. And now we're happy to announce that you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just search for the Mercis Station. All three previous episodes are available for download and stream. Thank you and enjoy episode four.
1: Yo, what up, Jake? What up, Felipe? Hey, man, what's up? I'm ready. It's It's been a long time. So, we just passed uh, Nurses Week every year. We did. <laughs> it seems like I always miss
0: Nurses Week. Um, I was out of town for a couple weeks. So I was on a honeymoon, oh, congratulations, hence no new episodes man. for a while. <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you. So, are, so I was, are you, go you, for it. Are you a fan of Nurses Week? Um,
0: I appreciate the effort <laughs> of Nurses Week. I appreciate the fact that now we live in a society where everyone gets a day or a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in bro, get general a general sense, I'm not we a fan a of week. Nurses Week. I The reason I personally don't care that much about Nurses Week is because it always seems to be like a very shallow attempt to make up for all the other stuff that's
1: lacking the rest oh, of the dude. year. I just imagine a bunch of like CEOs get together for hospitals and then... They'd be like, hey, what should we do for Nurses Week? And then, like, the nurse advocate's like, how about equal patient ratio? And it's like, no, let's just give everyone donuts <laughs> for, like, a week straight and give everyone diabetes. Like, okay, cool. That's fine. Sounds like a great yeah, idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll make up for the terrible pay, yeah, the know, right? terrible staffing, all the other ridiculous assignments that happen all so year round. So I get round. pissed on. And I don't, but I I don't understand the donut.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's either donut, like, <laughs> like
0: food, or like,
1: like come on. Like.
0: Yeah, it's never like, oh, check out, you got a cool gift card, or check out this cool set of headphones, oh, see, or something cool. like that you could yeah. actually use. Anything, like, I know you guys are making millions of dollars <laughs> every year, but at the end of the week, we get Dunkin', that's awesome. Or
1: some, even some hospitals, instead of Nurses Week, they just combine everything and be like, it's hospital week this week.
0: Nah, that sucks.
1: It's like, <laughs> oh, you just took our week away and just gave it away to everyone else, too. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so overall,
0: Nurses Week, um, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, happy um, Nurses Week. Not the best. To... Happy late Nurses Week <laughs> to everyone. Sorry we, appreciate we it. took a while to get this episode out, but we're excited. And... Yeah, we appreciate your hard work,
1: for sure. But Definitely. So, on our... On this episode, we got a very cool one here. Oh, uh, we got ten. Yeah, a good yeah we got ten things every new nurse should know. And maybe as we go through the list of these ten little uh, advice tidbits here, uh, maybe even older, experienced nurses can actually remember their roots when we go through these through this list here.
0: Yeah, that's something that I think you constantly need <clears throat> to be reminded of. I think. It's easy to get too comfortable, and um sometimes we need to think back and remember when we were all brand new baby nurses and too scared to do anything yeah. and just starting right. out You're so start. uh, let's get to the
1: list, Felino, you want yeah, to start do it, 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 it so let's go with number one number one be confident I mean you everyone goes through school these four years uh teaching you all these skills you need to know to be a good nurse and then. I remember when I first got hired and I, when I see new nurses now, they're, they f- feel like they've never gone to school before. Very true. I was the
0: same way. When I actually first started, I this one was toughest for me. Like I was, um, all of a sudden, all the stuff you learned in nursing school, even the basic of like how to converse with someone, you freeze up in this new environment and you're just too afraid to ask anything. That's the most important thing is never be afraid to ask questions. I see that a lot from new nurses and you don't know anything. Trust me. I know. I didn't know anything. So you need to ask a lot of questions no matter how dumb they seem. I would rather be annoyed with somebody asking me too many questions than somebody never ask any questions and then terrible things happen. A worried
1: nurse is a good nurse, you know? Very true. Especially
0: for a new nurse. You're supposed to be kind of freaking out a little bit. It's important, though, to have that confidence enough to know, to not be afraid to ask. That's what we're trying to say with the confidence.
1: And you are more than capable um, of taking these, uh, taking care of these patients. I mean, you passed the NCLEX to not kill mm-hmm. these people. So,
0: yeah, have some confidence. You're a nurse. But at the same time, that brings us to rule number two, uh, which is be balanced. That's, it's good to be confident, But nobody be cocky. Nobody likes an asshole.
1: Yeah. Unless you're eating it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay. (laughs) All right, (laughs) man.
0: No, but not seriously. Nobody likes an (laughs) asshole. Like someone who's just cocky from the get-go. Like those nurses who um, come fresh out of nursing school and they think that they're the fucking greatest thing in the world. They got uh, 4.0 all the way through. They're, you know, that head of their sna they're they're the top of the game and then they come in thinking their shit doesn't stink like no oh, like dude, it's so bad like it's good that you have confidence but don't be cocky
1: it's a tough balance yeah no one's gonna no one's gonna like you if you do that and then be like oh man you're just gonna. Just make... in general
0: nobody's gonna like you in life
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be a nurse if you're a cocky motherfucker like don't... i don't want to yeah. be your friend <laughs> exactly um
0: And then um, bring us into rule three. Um, I think nursing school definitely does not end at graduation. I think that's – Oh, yeah, man. At least for me, I found that nursing school only prepares you for the NCLEX, not the actual job. Like you're going to learn a lot more, probably more than you learned – probably more in the first three months than you ever learned in two years of nursing school.
1: Yeah. I think the nursing school sets you up. Gives you a good foundation, and then prepares you for the NCLEX, which basically says you know enough medical information to not kill anybody. It... <laughs>
0: yeah, that's <laughs> it, really, to not kill anybody.
1: It, yeah, it's really hard actually to kill somebody. You know? Yeah, on, true on purpose. Yeah. Actually, on accident, it's really hard to kill somebody. Like...
0: That's true <laughs> nowadays with all the like, the checks and balances and um, yeah, like, continue at least in the ICU. Like all our patients are pretty. Continuously write, monitored, so,
1: so we know when stuff goes wrong. But yeah, exactly.
0: You can still so, do it. Don't be too comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like you, you pass the NCLEX, and then, and then you go into a specialty, or you go into a job, and that's when you actually start learning. And I feel like that's when everything would start clicking together, when you start working. Definitely. So, so nurses shouldn't feel too intimidated like when they get into the icu and they're like oh my god i barely passed my hemodynamic monitoring test well no like you're here for a reason you passed it and now we're gonna hear we're you're here in the icu to make you better or you learn emergency medicine in school and you're you go into the er and you're like okay this all makes sense now you know what i mean
0: and the thing is i don't think that a lot of students or new nurses realize that like Nobody expects you to really know a lot of shit. Like when you get a new nurse, we just kind of – attitude is the key. Like we don't – nobody expects you to come out of nursing school like understanding all vasopressors or all the difference between even vent settings. Like simple things like that that you really don't have a grasp on until you need to get hands on to understand it. And I think a lot of it also depends on where you're placed in nursing school, like your preceptorship or whatever you want to call it.
1: Oh yeah. And it also uh helps it to have a good preceptor when you're on the job too, so.
0: For sure. Yeah, that makes that can make a difference for sure. Um what's the next one we got here?
1: Got okay, number 4 is uh don't get too comfortable too fast.
0: Um yeah, this is a mistake I see a lot of nurses make, a lot of young nurses is I think sometimes you're so burned out from school, from that 2 years of just Like you spend 18 years of your life going to school and then you get into college and you spend those two years trying to get in the nursing program. And then you work your ass off for those two years to graduate because the nursing program is insane at every college. So then you work your ass off and then you finally get to graduate and be a nurse. And some people are just like, all right, it's time for me to chill out and hang out or just um, maybe they see a lot of people that have been working on their unit for a long time that are comfortable and they kind of want to be a part of that, so they just get super comfortable way too fast, and yeah, that that is they terrible just, just Stagnant, yeah, yeah, they're just like either Stagnate they don't at the rookie care level. or yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't be stagnant <laughs> at the rookie level. That's not a good place to be stagnant. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: um, I
1: see that a lot, for sure. And, or they might be uh, too comfortable because a lot of people are afraid to go outside their comfort zone. They they feel like. If I can get by doing the minimum, yeah, like, uh, I I don't want to, like, why do I want to continue? Like, but if you do, like, uh, strive for more, uh, you are going to stumble, and that's okay. You just learn from things like that, and that will make you a better nurse. Damn, dude, that was my. It's my life lesson right there. you like that? <laughs> I like it. Don't get deep right <laughs> <I
0: know>. Sorry. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> cathartic. Um, no, but that's important for sure. Like the don't be afraid to stumble and fall, um, that leads us into number five. At least for me, I found that it takes – at least this is for critical care. I don't know how it is for every other area, but in the ICU, I felt it took about two years for me to even know what the fuck is going on in general. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, it, you still it, don't two know, right, <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. eventually. I, I just hit my third year, and I'm like, uh, yeah, all right. My whole <laughs> life's like one big, like, oh, oh okay, I, all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yeah, like two years for
0: sure. Like if you, at least that first year, that first year is hell. Like, and I don't want to scare new grads that are about to graduate. They're like, what? I don't want to hear that the first year is hell. I just like worked my ass off at nursing school. I know, but the truth <laughs> don't is, don't switch that, your major yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just stick with it because it's worth it. Yeah. Um but the truth is, like, yeah, it's scary, and you should have. I think it's normal to have those doubts. Like, I remember when I was driving home during my like orient, not even just my orientation, but even like a few months after that, is I would question my decisions for sure. I would question yeah. that you know. Am I in the right area? Is nursing even right for me? Like, what kind of mistake did I make? Just because the pressure of being responsible for somebody's life can be overwhelming for sure.
1: Yeah, dude. Um, well, I remember the first year when I worked, I remember quitting. Like, I wanted to quit every day <laughs> after that first year. And then one day I was like, I got it or I can do this. And this is why I'm here. Like, I can do it. Yep. Like if I'm in the ER, like I can handle anything that ambulance brings or well, I'm ready. At least I'll be okay to uh, handle anything that ambulance brings or wh- whatever comes through those elevator doors. Yeah, you know,
0: I like that. That's where eventually it will happen is you will realize that no matter what the admission is, no matter what the situation, like mm-hmm. it's not going to ruin your life. And for that first year, it kind of feels like it does. Like, you won't have any clue. But the truth is, like, one day it'll just click. Like, you'll just wake up and you'll be comfortable. Um, yeah. In a I, weird way. Like
1: I used to think, like, uh, driving to work, I, I was like, I wonder if I could just crash into this brick wall so I don't have to go into work. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then right, That's a little like, extreme, bro. <laughs> I was, I was going to be like, the, the work... My work would still probably call me and be like, "Oh, you got a serious accident well uh if you could still come in that'd be yeah, great. yeah,, you know you're going to leave the unit short, yeah.
0: <laughs> you'd want to let down your team,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, my, yeah. my skull is crushed in I'm like well if you can you can we could put you on light duty, you know." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, even if you show up as a patient, you can take a patient. <laughs>
1: I like that. Just take. I'm in bed A. I'm taking care of bed B over here. Why not, man? <laughs> you can at least scan the meds and chart. <laughs> hey, man, how's your pain? Is it like mine? You just my head's crushed in. I don't know.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get to number six. I like this rule because to me, oh, yeah, like to me, this is the most important: is help to get help like i know that sounds weird but the like if you're going to want help from other people you got to start off by giving help yeah scratch it back to get scratched like i yeah. see a lot of nurses come in and they they need of course need tons of help cuz the new nurses like they don't know the like they understand stuff from the books but even the basics like how to really bathe a patient or how to place a foley like this is something they practice on a dummy in nursing school But when it comes to an actual patient that's awake or screaming in pain or
1: Mm.
0: neurologically doesn't even know what's going on, it can be overwhelming. So, of course, they have to ask for help. But when the time comes, those nurses never offer help. Like, if you – the best way to get in good on a unit is just to be that person that's always helping everyone.
1: Yeah, dude. As a traveler, my first weeks here, I – at my assignment. That's all I did, and then now, like they're offering me another extension. All these coworkers are wanting me to stay. That I should get a full time job, and all because the number one thing was, it's because you help a lot.
0: Yeah, and I that's was like, it. Oh, yeah. That can make and a I... bad unit great, like in yeah. a weird way. Like a bad work environment can be okay,
1: just from the coworkers and how much help you have. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, like, oh, dude, I'll I'll, uh, I'll do like the super intense thing for you uh, because you're behind. Not, not even it. It could just be like, hey, man, uh, can I like pass uh, one of your meds for you? Uh, can I give one of your patients a single pain medication or something like that? Or just can I like, update your fucking whiteboard? Oh like, yeah, <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> Let's not bring the whiteboards back up. Oh. <laughs> Or even like the simple thing, like you're checking sugar in your room. Like, hey, do you want me to check your sugar? Or yeah. you need help with a bath? Or anything like that. Like, can I help you yeah. out with the turn? Anything you need?
1: Yeah. Oh, you turn your patients?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> you didn't even answer the question. All right, whatever.
0: The patients are being turned, regardless, Selena. That's all you need to know. Who's turning them is don't worry about it. Let's <laughs> take us into all rule right. number seven.
1: All right, rule number seven. I like this so, one too. <laughs> this is all Jacob's right here. It's a bend over and take it to earn respect
0: and like it, and like it. <laughs> you could tell that some of my. uh charge nurse uh, instincts kicking in there that like bend over and take it and like it. The bitching about the assignments from new nurses. Like part of being a new nurse on a unit is paying your dues, especially when it comes to things like admissions or changes of team. Like if you're getting, if it seems like you're getting admissions more often than other people, maybe it's kind of planned that way. Like, the charge nurses sometimes want new nurses to get a lot of experience in admissions because, in a weird way, that's how you learn. Mm. Um, So some of it is for a reason. Just don't complain and don't get too cocky with the complaints. I I can't stand that from new nurses. It
1: it could even be from an experienced nurse. Like, if I get a hard assignment and I look around me and there's a lot of new nurses – well, well, I suck. Sucks for the patient. Just kidding. But, like, if, a, <laughs> if like, a, an experienced nurse gets a heavy load, like, a heavy patient load, mm-hmm. like, maybe because they trust you and your skills that you're good. And, like, you are the best nurse for the job. And I I kind of don't like it when these, like, pretty good nurses, not going to lie, they complain, like, why are you giving me such a heavy team? It's like, well, dude you the man for the job. Yeah. Like or like we think you're 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 making enough
0: progress to be able to take this team. Like part of it is to continue to push you to grow. Like for sure. Like a lot of it was when I first started my charges like a lot of it was them deciding what I was ready for next and giving me that next level patient even sometimes if I thought like what the fuck are these guys doing like don't they know i'm gonna drown with this team but it's like no like your staff has you like we got your back like don't worry like they're not gonna let you kill somebody
1: you helped us don't worry we got you bro exactly um let's see we got rule number eight next
0: rule number eight (laughs) rule advice number eight advice number eight um and even though we want you to bend over, take it, like it, all that stuff we just said, it's also yeah. important to have tough skin and don't take harassment and There's a difference between like normal pushing for a new employee
1: and actual harassment, yeah, so like like i like we said, like take your heavy loads, uh get harder patience, improve on your skills but um like when when a doctor yells at you, or when another nurse actually like says something about your skills, like that, don't like you should not take that shit. Even though you're a new nurse, yeah, uh, even if you're a rookie, you belong there for yeah. a reason. Because don't we, let any other nurse,
0: your... yeah, don't let any other nurses make you feel like you don't belong there. Which I think is important because, like, I know for sure when I started, I struggled with kind of like standing up for yourself a little bit. Um, especially if you're going into an environment that has a lot of nurses that have been there for a while and, um, have a lot more skill than you, but yeah, it's important to know not to just let everyone either take advantage of you or talk down to you or anything like that. Stand up for yourself.
1: There's a saying, uh, in our profession is nurses eat their young Mm, Yeah, and it's kind (laughs) of, It comes with the truth because a lot of nurses uh, will treat new nurses like shit, and they won't. They're just like, "Oh, I don't have time to teach you." It's like you're my damn preceptor, man. Like you're supposed <laughs> to teach me. <laughs> Did your preceptor tell you that? Because that's pretty cold. No, huh? My preceptor made me cry every day, but I'm like, I'm so proud that like she pushed me so hard. So, you see, tough love. But yeah, she, she never. She never like. She never like personally. Uh, insulted me she's like hey she gave me criticism which is always good to take yeah and it's, it wasn't insulting remarks it was like hey felino uh next time you come in uh you were a little weak on your basal on your basal pressers. uh you kind of messed up on the dosages so let's go over them again and i'll go over them with you so i was like oh okay okay that's my weakness she's gonna help me work through it now if someone says like Hey Jacob, like you don't know shit about pressers, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I like, like the accent. <laughs> I don't know, fucking gangster,
0: almost a sudden. no, hey, but bro. yeah, <laughs> like it's it's important not to let people talk down to you like that for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, does have to be
1: nurses, administration. Oh. If they if they personally remark you, doctors if they personally remark you, doctors like, are bad patients. at that for
0: sure. Yeah, even patients. Yeah, I've had. Uh, new nurses get get yelled at by patients, talked down to all the time by doctors. Like it's important just to stand up for yourself and
1: yeah, don't take that Dude, shit. I would, I would have, I would see like a new nurse get yelled at by a patient and then like run out the room and then complain to me. I'm like, what? Don't complain to me. Go tell your patient something. <laughs> like, like, hey, man, that's not that's very rude. That's not like polite to say that just because I'm wiping your balls. At 2 a.m. in the morning doesn't mean you, well, you can yell at me. You know what I mean? Yeah, be nice I mean, to your I'm nurses. Not your slave. Yeah.
0: Be nice <laughs> Be nice to your nurses and be nice to your waiters. Those are the two groups of people. Like, yeah. one controls what you eat and the other one controls everything else. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why true. people still haven't learned that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, yeah, that brings nine. us into rule number nine. Um, go for it.
1: So... Uh, we see this one a lot, and no matter where you're at. So number nine okay. is, do not get burnt out too fast. Actually, don't get burnt out.
0: It's it's kind of hard to just not get burned out in general, but especially as a new nurse. Like, I know you're going to be tempted. You're super excited to be out of school. You want to get that new nursing
1: car. Um, new nursing boobs. <laughs> I feel like I feel like every. Not okay, Ari. I'm being super stereotypical right now. But I do see a lot of new nurses get cars and some kind of plastic surgery.
0: Yeah, that's true. That does seem to be the pattern.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, got yeah. a, I got a butt lift, bro. Did I tell you that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Anyway, where were we? That threw me for a <laughs> Oh, my bad, my bad.
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, seriously, don't get burned out. You're going to be tempted to sign up for all these extra shifts And want to make all this extra money because you have a lot of stuff to pay off or you just haven't had money for like two years and now you're excited. But pace yourself. There's always going to be time. Like do not burn yourself out too fast because this happens a lot. And there's nothing worse than a nurse that's already jaded a year into the job. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm speaking from experience, too. Like, you know, like, I was already over it. (laughs) I think by the time you got to the unit, I was telling you, like, man, get the fuck out of (laughs) here.
1: Wrong profession, bro. I was like, what the
0: fuck? (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing worse than being that that nurse and people are like man this guy has seen some shit how long have you been here i've been here six months like get out now
1: (laughs) like you don't want to be how many days are you working oh well, i work six days a week well see that's why dude yeah you work twice the
0: amount that you're supposed to work in a six-month period yeah
1: dude i do fours and i feel like i get burnt out like i started looking for other careers i start selling myself on the corner like hey man a little little quickie i'm a burnt out nurse you know but like Like I do my threes and I see enough, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'll do my threes or I'll pick up like a, a pig shift or I'll do my threes and then I'll attend a class. You know, you don't have to be at bedside uh, Very true. just to excel in your career. You could just, uh, do other things, uh, like pick up, uh, Oh god, where am I going with this? Like a like a pick shift, or <laughs> well, like a PRN shift in another unit. See, yeah, nice.
0: sometimes it's good just to mix it up. Like even yeah, even me. Like I tend to work fours for the most part, um but I definitely didn't start off like I think for my first year I just worked three, and then I discovered what being on call was, and <laughs> I did that for a long time. I was always trying to be on call. Um, after that, after that period, I just. You know, you go through periods. Sometimes you, I want to work overtime. Sometimes I just want to work my threes and get the hell out of there. It just kind of depends. Um, I yeah, think n- whenever... It's a
1: budget like that, I think. It's like, yeah. oh, hey, I want to, I want a new car. Oh, well, if I work three... If I work three overtime shifts in a month, that's one payment of my car. <laughs> oh, damn, I'll be driving a fucking Maserati or something with that kind of money, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us make that good... Uh...
0: <laughs> Travelers, money for <Felino. laughs> All no, I'm, right, I'm sorry, so, bro. <laughs> um,
1: go for it. Take us to rule number 10. The last rule, and pretty much the golden rule, is always continue to do more in your career and continue to learn. The way the world of nursing is going now, it's actually hard to keep up. And I, uh, I actually spoke today. Uh, I just came off of work actually, and I spoke to a nurse that's retiring in a few weeks. And she told me, uh, I'm retiring because it's just I cannot keep up. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, the nursing world is changing so much that I, I just don't want to. I'm already done with my career. I'm coming to end my career. I'm just going to end it now because there's so much progression in nursing that if I just stay my level, uh, I will be obsolete.
0: Damn, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you always got to do more in your job. So, which is good because now there's a higher level of expectations in nursing now.
0: Yeah, even I think what employers expect their nurses to have, like just qualification-wise, even degree-wise, there's that push for, you know, it used to be a few years ago, like, oh, you have an ADN? That's cool. And now it's like, we only want bachelors and a lot of places yeah. it's like we only want masters. They want you to keep going going back, getting that doctorate, continuing your education, keep adding yeah. all those awesome letters after your name like you. Yeah. Oh no, not like <laughs>
1: the uh I don't I know I don't know about other hospitals or to our listeners out there, but uh when we work together, Jacob, our house supervisors uh they could have been house supervisors with a bachelor's in nursing, right?
0: Yeah. So I think it's now, still like
1: that. So now in my hospital, I'm over here on the west coast, the uh, you can't be uh a house soup unless uh you have a master's in nursing now. Oh wow. So okay. they they require a masters in nursing. Yeah. So and I, I think most
0: hospitals are going to go that way, especially with the, you know, everyone's trying to become a magnet hospital or a teaching hospital or things like that. Like there's going to be yeah. a push to continue to grow not to just remain stagnant and comfortable and, you know, yeah, in the same the, place.
1: Yeah, you always have to learn more. I mean, it doesn't have to apply to nursing too. like feeling about to get deep again, but <laughs> like just continue to strive more in your life. It doesn't doesn't have to be in nursing, you know, just keep going, keep learning and what you like to do, you know? I like that. See? Yeah, man. I'm starting to cry, man. Yeah, and
0: uh, that wraps up our 10 rules or 10 things you need to know for new nurses and brings yeah. us
1: right to our feel-good story of the week. Oh, dude. You, I read this story when you sent it to me. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, this story actually
0: comes from my wife, my now wife. Um, at the time, it was my girlfriend before she was even my fiance, um oh so uh she works at another hospital here in El Paso and um just for those who are not from the area El Paso lies like on the border um between uh over the border we have uh Juarez Mexico and that's literally could be considered the same city of El Paso if not for the entire international border just running through the middle of it so we get a lot of um we see a lot of patients that either come from mexico over here intentionally to get to get treatment or just people that are brought in by border patrol and um right this one is a story um that my wife was actually her patient um there was a young immigrant girl um in her early 20s she was crossing the border um she was being trans transported by a coyote which are for those of you who don't know, these are these guys that illegally... Like, you pay them to illegally escort you across the border. Well, this guy just left her in the middle of the desert. He took all her money, um, her cell phone, and her medication. She was a uh, diabetic. She was on Metformin, and he just stole everything,
1: including her meds. Yeah, and if you don't know what Metformin is, it's a anti-diabetic medication.
0: Yeah, so um, this girl by the time she was picked up by border patrol, um, so the way it happens is border patrol catches you, they usually hold you in a detention center, and then eventually um, they will send you back to the country, to your country of origin. So this lady, while she was, this girl, while she was at the, um, while she was at the center, actually went into DKA and had to be transferred to the hospital. Uh, She went into diabetic ketoacidosis um, and... My wife ended up taking care of this patient. It was actually her admission. And um, the whole time that she was there, um, this girl's family didn't have any way of contacting her. They didn't know that if she was even alive because it had been already like at least over a week since since she left. Because she wasn't just from like right across the border of Mexico. She was from like way deep down in there. Uh. Um, so so um. anytime, like you know, Felino from working at the hospital that when you have – Usually, a patient that's here like an illegal immigrant, they usually have to have the border patrol agents in the room with them the whole time. Or like Um, a like a prisoner, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like like that.
1: Cop. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the border patrol agents were in the room, um, and they actually wouldn't allow her to use the phone to contact her family. um, And they didn't want to supply her with any meds before getting discharged. They just kind of wanted to send her back to her homeland. Um, so what my wife did is she actually asked for the girl, a name of the girl's family member, found them on Facebook, um, connected with them just to let them know that she was okay. And then ended up like fighting with the border patrol agents just to like get them to give her some medication to take with her before sending her back. Um, and then eventually the border patrol came through and supplied her with like a 10 day supply before sending her back. And then, um... After like a week or a couple of weeks, um, my wife actually got a message from that girl through WhatsApp, which is like a free messaging service. And this girl was just thanking her, um, letting her know that she got home safe. Dude, that's and,
1: crazy. Yeah,
0: another <laughs> another funny part is that that border patrol that she was get agent that she was getting into, with initially, like before the patient ended up getting discharged, he went to her and told her that like. You know, he had never like he doesn't have a lot of experience with nurses that try so hard um, for someone and that actually seeing her care so much made him care about trying to help this girl out and not just dump her back over. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's as a as a nurse, I mean, you can't really judge no matter who it is. You still got to advocate for your patient. Yeah, for sure. Even if she wasn't going, like, uh, if if she was, like, a prisoner here in the United States, like, if she didn't go home and met Foreman, she would just ended up somewhere else with DKA, you know?
0: Yeah, who so, knows what would have happened, you know? Um, yeah. And then I think it's just funny that sometimes it's, like, you know, the Border Patrol agent also needed a reminder of, like, oh, yeah, like, empathy is an important
1: important part in both of our jobs yeah Yeah. like and it's
0: important not to lose that because like no matter what you know what the situation or you know i've had to take care of prisoners and stuff like that it's important not to lose that that aspect of like you know that these are human beings it doesn't really matter what your opinion is on something or where this person comes from or like really what you think that empathy is the important aspect never to lose
1: for sure yeah so yeah that wraps up the feel good story for the week sweet man and that wraps up episode four episode
0: four we're gonna come back at you soon hopefully with episode five sorry for that long break but
1: yeah we're back back baby it's it's your fault (laughs) all right thank you for listening to episode four you can please follow us on instagram at the mercy station uh there you can listen to our all our podcasts on soundcloud there's a soundcloud week in there and now we are uh, we
0: are on apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. i'm excited
1: <laughs> apple
0: people like me we are not apple official baby so so uh, search for us in the apple podcast app the mercer station and please uh like subscribe and
1: rate be kind five stars only five please. star
0: no, only no no nah, nah, be honest just, Not too honest, but honest (laughs) enough. And thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Later. Later.